Good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is uh, which is our opportunity to do our analysis and plan for the opportunities that are likely to uh, to come our way. Um, and if we have that plan, we look to post it into the chat box before we finish, uh, before we move into our, our live trading room at, at eight o'clock. Um, and we've got a coherent plan that we can look to implement. Um, and now today, of course, is Friday the 5th of May. So let's get into it, Glenn, because we've got some interesting, um, we've got important news due out again. We've had a couple of really important days, uh, FOMC yesterday um, with a, another 25 basis point rate hike. And uh, we, we're going into the job numbers today as well. So um, a surprising number from the ADP of on Wednesday, actually, which we'll just look at in just a moment. So we want to have, you know, we want to be mindful of market fundamentals. We want to know what are the main drivers in these markets. Um, and we, we then want to trade in line with that quite often. Um, we don't want to go against market as sentiment and, and market fundamentals. We want to go with them. Okay, so all public traders, just as a quick introduction, guys, we've got to... Uh, identify you know which markets do we focus our attentions on you know there's so many to choose from um you know we want to have a bit more of a concentrated view on, on certain markets for certain reasons uh and we do look for opportunities across foreign exchange uh, commodity markets and also your global indices so we're looking for opportunity across different different environments um, we then need to determine, of course, where do we want to enter these markets consistently and where do we want to be exiting initially for a loss? We always put in stop losses. Um, but, you know, hopefully if the market moves in your favor, you're looking to book in profit or at least mitigate risk on that trade. And then risk management, how much of your capital do you commit to each trade? Uh, at the moment for us, it's, it's reduced. It's, it's lower than it is normally and our trade frequency is a bit lower as well. So all of these are important features of risk management. It's not just about you know, how much capital, you know, per trade, it's, it, it's a bit broader than that. Um, also, trade management as well. So what decisions do you make if the market moves in, in your favor? And trading psychology, all important features. We address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms. And we're strong advocates of being consistent. If we're chopping and changing our, there's, there's loads of different ways in which you can trade financial markets, which you can develop that trading edge. Um, we've got our way, which works for us over time. So we're not interested in, in kind of changing depending on the market conditions. Um, so being consistent in our decision making is important. Be accurate with the levels we use. Every level and price we quote has a has a particular meaning. It, it, we use that level for certain reasons. They're not just randomly generated numbers. We're very disciplined with our capital and um, we're comfortable being patient when the time's right. When these market conditions are quite mixed and, and quite choppy with low volume, um, we can be remarkably patient. And the idea is we're able to ramp that up 
and become a lot more aggressive when we have slightly better market conditions to, to focus on. Okay then, so let's get straight into it then, guys. Good morning to everyone. Hope you're all keeping well. So um, this is an important, this is a pivotal week for these markets. Uh, we started off with a bank holiday on Monday, of course. Uh, the RBA 25 basis point rate hike, which was interesting. Um, job jolts, there was a, 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 a significant uh, lowering of the number of jobs available in the US. So that's the first part of the, 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 um, the unemployment equation. Um, and then we had this very, very surprising, um, you know, private sector job numbers. Uh, we were expecting 148,000 jobs to be added. We saw 296. So it's nearly, nearly twice what was expected. Now, these job numbers have been strange since COVID um, and they're continuing to behave in a very, very strange manner. What it effectively means is we've got, we've still got a really strong jobs market. And this is something that the Fed was leaning to, you know, they've, they pretty much said if if unemployment remains you know really really strong then the rates are probably going to have to go a bit higher so the whole dynamic behind the fed and the rates um discussion i think can get a little bit easier we're not going to get swept away with all the ones that are saying pivot you know we really need to have reasons to be able to pivot in these markets and at the moment as things stand and there's a there's one massive potential that's ticking away in the background all the time in terms of, um, <clears throat> you know, something that could pick up a bit of pace is the banking system in the US. We've got a few more of these um, sort of middle tier banks, community uh, banks in the US uh, now in trouble again. And we're expecting potentially even more of these uh, to filter through because of the dynamic that that depositors are, are taking their cash and moving elsewhere. Um, so if that prevails, you know, there'll be a whole slew of these other banks, which may, some may be merged. Um, at the moment, they've done a pretty good job to sort of patch it all up, but um, it could really get beyond them quite significantly. And the FDIC now want to generate more cash. The, the cash that they discussed early March, you know, is pretty much spoken for. Um, so that happened quite quickly. And if you remember at the time, um, Trump said, you know, there'll be no, uh, the taxpayer won't be on the hook for this. Um, so the FDIC now are trying to generate more revenue uh, through, you know, bigger banks to, to, to try and help it. But we're talking about a dip in the ocean. We're talking about, you know, a few billion in terms of developing it's a tiny, tiny percentage of when when you have a bank with a couple of hundred billion on deposit and you have someone like, like JP Morgan buying that bank for 10 billion, I think it was, First Republic. You know, there, there's this, they're acquiring really, but if these are phenomenal opportunities for, you know, your bigger banks to um, to take over, you know, potentially hundreds of billions of dollars worth of deposits. Okay, so so the job numbers we can all agree are, are really still quite strong. And um, the Fed came along with their 25 basis point rate hike with still a strong kind of hawkish sentiment really, but um, there is many that, that, that looked at what was said and, and 
referred to it as quite dovish. So um, the ECB yesterday, 25 basis point rate hike. So you can see the, the general trend that's that's still going through these central banks. We're still in a, a rate hiking process. So those that are projecting the pivot and, and, and the pause, you know, and, and yet these markets are remaining really quite resilient. And um, it's, you know, there should be a, a, quite a strong move off the back of this kind of rhetoric. It's been a, a little while since our last meetings, um, ECB and, uh, and Fed. And a lot has happened, you know, since March as well. So um, they're all for now saying, look, everything's fine, uh, but we shall probably wait and see. We've got um, lowering CPI month on month, I think for the first time for the uh, for the Swiss economy. And now all eyes are really on a non-farm payroll. So we saw ADP numbers come in um, twice as high as was, was expected. Um, what we're seeing a slight uptick in the unemployment rate of 3.6 and we're seeing a non-farm employment change of 181,000 jobs to be added. And what's also important is hourly earnings. Um, the Fed have sort of intimated that more people need to lose their jobs and people's earnings need to need to come down in order to have a significant impact on inflation. But they're not blaming the fact that people have jobs and uh you know the fact that people are, are now demanding more money because inflation is 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 out of control um this is a fed problem this is a, a credibility problem which they've got wrong before with transitory over a year ago um still printing when inflation was really really high uh, zero rates which is those of you that were with us last year will will, will know and still we maintain that kind of level of resilience to the upside before eventually we got a year of selling last year. Now we think the environment is, is ripe for further selling, but let's see, um, that's the big number. That's the headline number, 181,000. Um, will the jobs market in the US remain uh, very, very strong? Or will it show signs of weakness? I think that's that's the important sort of discussion. So we're, we're in we're in the S and P to the downside. We're we're in decent profit on the trade. Um, this is one of these trades. Normally we have a take profit uh, with most of our trades, but um, this is one trade that we we want to see if we can let our winners run. We think there's the potential for a sizable um, further. So, um, a bit of indecision over the course of yesterday. So, so that bearish move, you know, didn't really last for long on, on Wednesday night. Um, we've had a bit of further downside and there's, you see, this is the thing that there's strong support at these lows, which is understandable. Um, is it enough to sort of start making new highs? We don't really think so. 
we would still for now like to be uh like to be bearish to the downside and um if we get a move below these lows you know this is when you know all those buyers that are just consistently buying are likely to exit so there's there's probably a big move below these two moving averages currently up on screen and we're talking about below the 40 50 level if we get below that we're probably likely to see you know a, a, a sizable move to the downside and it, that would be in line with um with uh expectations as well um the dow jones in exactly the same situation these lower highs now we're going to see if we see some lower lows um the nasdaq were in this trade as well it's just a case of, of kind of selling the highs we would have really have expected more downside the the problem we've got with the NASDAQ is, is it's predominantly made up of, it's a tech um, basket of, of large cap companies in the US. So you've got all your your big tech stocks and they're performing relatively well. Um, higher inflation, people are paying higher prices. And so earnings are coming in really quite impressively, um, which you know shouldn't be a major surprise during a period of, of high inflation. Um, we would have still expected a little bit more of a corrective move to the downside. We still might get it. It's still worth holding on to for now, but um, we're going to see if we can hold on to this going into um, FOMC because, again, if this starts to roll over to the downside, we can probably expect some considerable momentum to build. And that's where the trade, that's where the... You know, it's been a tough few weeks in terms of identifying opportunities and being able to trade them properly. But this is one that if we can if we can hold tight, um, we would anticipate further downside. And what we need is a, a strong jobs number. If that comes in strong, then we'll probably see a bit of weakness. If it comes in in terms of the industry markets and if it comes in um, much weaker than expected and the Fed... And, and the rate hikes are having an impact, then that's probably little going to be a little bit more supportive of price. So look, we'll 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 round all this up in just a second. The FTSE continued to make new lows. Um, we're, we're we're certainly more committed to markets like the U.S. indices at the moment. Um, a lot of sort of choppy price action across Europe, and the Nikkei as well. Yeah, there is a potential buy trade up at these monthly highs uh, for the Nikkei. We had a bit of a move a few days ago. We've had that little pullback into strong support. Um, it would be a bit of a hedge trade, but certainly worth looking into if you have a strong bias to the upside. You could certainly look at the Nikkei um, and it would be above that 28,784 level which is pretty much yesterday's highs. So potential buy trade in there. Yesterday, we had to wait and be patient for the rollover to the downside. Eventually, it came. We're, we're kind of in the same boat again today. Bitcoin, it's still trading around that $30,000 level. It's just um, there's a distinct lack of clarity. So commodities, we had a strong pullback yesterday. We were very interested to see would we get a pullback below the 2029 and, and we didn't really get further momentum. You know, a pullback into, into the 2009 um, where there's a lot of support. 
um, could have given us something to work with, but uh, we can certainly have a look at gold above that 2059 level. Um, let's make a note of that. So we would certainly like gold to the upside. Do we have an opportunity to buy oil? Yes, we do. Um, above the 6978. 6978 is basically that $70 level. So this is a this is a double bottom down here now. A really strong move, and um, now it's finding a bit of support. So um so we could certainly have a look at further upside now for the for the commodity markets potentially. And it does look, so we did get that pullback. We were talking a few days ago about the 170, 50, uh, 98 level and down to this level of support. That's exactly what we've seen this week. I mean, our attention has rightly been on the US with what's going on um, from a fundamental perspective, but um, yeah that's now pulled back in line with our expectations and what that can potentially do is it was a buying opportunity above 169.54 um 169.54 the pound yen so surprising strength really uh for the, the pound broadly speaking we have a look at the pound dollar in just a second. Um, same sort of analysis, pull back into strong support levels. And now when we get some upside, the, the opportunity in the pounds probably a little bit better. So let's have a good look at this, the, these dollar pairs. So we're still in the, 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 the euro dollar to the downside. Um, wouldn't be surprised if we didn't get, um, we had a good move yesterday uh, and we've got a stop loss above the high. It's, it's, it's like the US indices. It's probably worth um, looking to see if this market will actually get that roll over to the downside. The problem we've got is, is today's um, non-farm payroll numbers are, is likely to be the catalyst for that to happen. So a bit of a bounce today. You can see the up and down nature of the market, which is a, a bit annoying. Really a quite a surprising uh, rally in the pound. So, um, so a really surprising strong rally off the back of yesterday's price action as well to see uh, the pound really kick on quite aggressively. Um, the, that's that inverted U shape kind of move that we've seen the potential for, um, some upside moves potentially. Okay. So a bit of a mixed bag for the U S indices. We want to keep our options open. Um, the dollar as well, it looks like some strong dollar weakness, like the dollar CAD, the Aussie dollar to the upside. The problem we've got is we've got a, um, a very important news event due out in a few hours, which which could sort of strongly impact these markets. So let's keep our options open regarding um, 
for US indices. So we'll put this together, guys, and we'll switch rooms. So not, not the most coherent of, of trade plans today. Um, it is, we're still in this broadly mixed market condition with a strong bearish, bearish bias um, yesterday. It looks like there's a bit of strength coming in. So yesterday was about just assessing what was going to happen and see how things unfold. Um, So, um, so, so our trade plan is as follows. Then we want to keep our options open, um, re U.S. indices and dollar markets. We want to be able to sort of buy or sell them, depending on how things play out. And more, more specifically, we could certainly look at um, gold uh, by above twenty fifty nine. Can have a look at US oil uh, by above the 6978, 6978. Um, and last one is the pound yen. Um, looking to buy after the pullback above the 169. 54. So, so yes, our trade size is lower. Our um, trade frequency is, is a bit lower than usual. Um, So please do note that we do have major US job numbers due out today, um, which which will uh, which is really why we want to keep our options open a little bit. Um, so our trade plan broadly mixed market conditions, actually, to be fair, yesterday, there's a little bit of indecision, you know, we didn't get the full momentum that we were probably expecting. So we want to keep our options open re US indices and dollar markets. However, we can look at buying gold above 50, uh, sorry, 2059. We're looking at the US buy above the 69.78 and the pound yen. We're looking to buy that above the 169.54. So that's our trade plan, guys. And please note we do have major US job numbers due out today. Um, at 1.30 p.m. Qualify that UK time. Okay, so just bear that in mind as well. It's likely to be a little bit of a game changer. We hope in our favor because we're currently in some open trades at the minute. The, the narratives are an interesting one. We'll discuss them in a little bit more detail in our live trade room now in just a second. Um, we certainly have sticky uh, sticky inflation, let's say. 
Um, there's certainly a lot of fears and anxieties regarding recession. Um, we broadly looked at the Fed on Wednesday night as being quite a hawkish Fed, but there is many that are saying, no, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a dovish Fed and, and almost arguing things that we don't think were, were that relevant, but, you know, it's a, it's a debate back and forth. What's causing a problem is the US bond yields, which are, which are, are lower currently they've kind of fallen off from those recent highs um so there's kind of arguments either side to support so the narratives are a little bit unclear as things currently stand so look guys we'll switch rooms uh, any questions feel free to post them into the chat box we're going to discuss this in a lot more detail in our live trade room now so if you want to join us very welcome um just to let you know we do trade live every day from 8 a.m every morning and again at 12 45 p.m for the u.s trading session so bear that in mind, um, and that is UK time, of course. For more information, just go to livetradingroom.com. Great stuff, guys. On that note, we let you go. Thanks very much. We'll just be in our other room now in the next minute or so. So uh, we look forward to seeing you shortly, guys. Um, great stuff. Take care. My pleasure. Bye-bye.